Hey guys, what's going on? G-Man here. Thank you so much for checking out this edition of the podcast. We had Jared Barnes on to recap the Daytona 500. We did this episode in the style of the 10 topics, 5 minutes format. So we start with Daytona 500, do a little preview of the stadium series since we are going. And we jump into a lot of other things too. It was a ton of fun to record. Cannot wait to hear what you guys think in the comments. As always though, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Search the bullpen card on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Thunder BLG is where you need to follow us on Twitter, Thunderblock Sports on Instagram. Again, make sure to follow us for next Saturday when we are at the Stadium Series game. Flyers, Penguins, it's going to be a lot of fun. Thunderblocksports.com where you can find all of our awesome blogs. But enjoy this week's episode, guys. It was a ton of fun to record here. We go. Welcome to this edition of the 10 Topics, 5 Minutes Podcast Show Series, whatever the hell you want to call it. I, of course, am the G-Man. With me is the lovely host... For our Sunday of fun here on President's Day weekend is my man, Jared Barnes. How are you? How are you, Jordy? How you doing? And it's not my weekend, even though I am class president. (laughs) This, with your middle name, is your weekend, George Washington. You know that as well. And I have to say, I have to admit, we have our first live audience. We do. This evening with none other than Cecil Bayundo. And Josef Sali, how are you, boys? Say hello to the fans. Woo! I'm really good. good. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna hear a little more from them from them in a bit, but we are excited. We got a little little crowd here. Just wrapped up the Daytona 500. Yep. Uh, if you're new to the 10 topics, five minutes, working title. Uh, what we do? Break down 10 different topics, yep. mostly sports, but we have some other stuff uh, to keep it light. And we do it in five minutes. Uh, the first time we did this was a ton of fun, so we decided to do it again because Jared hosts a great Daytona 500 watch party. And we're going to jump right into it with the with the big race. So the Great American Race, the 61st running of the Daytona 500. The crowd here today didn't understand that the Daytona 500 actually started on half beach, half asphalt. Yeah, we had a nice asphalt. history lesson. Yeah, so just for the folks at home, um, half the race used to be on uh, A1A, which is a route down in Daytona. And then they raced it on the beach. So what would happen is the waves would come in, cars would hit the waves, they'd flip over, you name it. Kind of a mess. Uh, but we have to say, we watched the race here this afternoon. Uh, three big wrecks. Uh, Huge th- wrecks. Throughout the afternoon. Huge. It was an uh, awesome. Yes. Yeah. some sparks fly. Uh, Literally. The, the highest wreck was Eric Amarola got pushed up on top of um, one of the roofs of one of the cars. Nobody flipped over, which was good. Uh, we'd like to say congratulations to Denny Hamlin winning his second Daytona 500 after two green-white checker finishes. Uh, for those at home that do not know, uh, a green-white checker finish is when there's a green flag, you try to race back to the white flag. If you don't get there, something else happens, you do up to three times. It's called NASCAR overtime. No. Uh, being a big NASCAR guy all these years, my driver has retired you know, I got, I got to say, it's it's still nice to get together with Jordy every year to watch the 500. This is, what, our fifth? 
something like that, something yeah. like that something which like is that. great. I was trying to think of that the other day. Yeah, and, and, and it's just a great time. And then we have other people over for, you know, have a couple <coughs> of beers or whatnot. It's a great time. Uh, let's let's go through the top 10 today. So uh, Denny Hamlin, once again, winning the 61st Daytona 500. So how many has he won now? Is this That's two? two. This That's is two. two. Okay. Uh, and also... He's actually sponsored by Air Jordan. That is who That's his, pretty awesome. So you have Puma for some. You have Air Jordan for yeah. some. You have Simpson. That's the fire suit. Big weekend for Michael Jordan hosting the NBA All-Star Game. And this is get true. Nice, get a nice win. This is true. Uh, followed up by Cal Bush, who is in your... And Denny Hamlin drives for FedEx. Cal Bush, who drives for M&M's and Mars. Followed by Eric Jones, who is also another Joe Gibbs racing. And it was kind of... For those who don't know at home, uh, Joe Gibbs, who was the former coach of the Washington Redskins, won, mm-hmm. a, won a title with them. His son, J.D., died of um, essentially brain cancer oh my this God. past year. And uh, J.D. was one of the co-founders of Gibbs Racing, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. And his name was actually on the car today. And, and Joe was talking about that after the races. They were walking down Pitt Road. And it is he's very religious. And he said there was... Inv- there was uh, there was divine intervention there, and, and he, he's extremely religious, and, and I love that about Joe Gibbs. Yeah, but it, it just—it was one of them days where mm-hmm. everything kind of worked out perfectly. Uh, followed by uh, defending series champion Joey Logano for our uh, the captain Roger Penske Lehigh grad. Followed by McDowell, and McDowell—it's it's one of those race teams where he's third, right? He was—he was fifth in the well, race. Fifth, okay. And it's a three-car team, which is. He has loves truck stop, and then there's two other guys in it. He's not one of those super teams that you see in NASCAR. It's not a Gibbs. It's not a Hendrick. It's not a Roush. It's a smaller team. Then we'll go uh, 6 through 10 for you real quick. Ty Dillon in the Geico car. You know, they're bringing back all the commercials. It was great to see him do well. That's actually last year's champion. Um, oh, why can't I think of his name? Austin Dillon, who is the grandson of Richard Childress, who wow. is Dale Earnhardt's owner. I did not know that. Yes. Wow. They actually had the throwback paint scheme. I think you told me this last year and I always forget everything. Yeah. So that's why I enjoy this The day. Bass Pro Shops, yeah. the, gold, the gold car from 1998. They okay. brought that back this weekend. It's the 50 years of Richard Childress racing. Yeah, yeah. Followed by Cal Larson. Uh, Ryan Priest had a great run in a single car team today. The number 15. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, who has a new sponsor, which is Ally Financial, no longer Lowe's. Yeah. And uh, rounded up by Ross Chastain, who had a beautiful race today. Another one of those single-to-double car teams that do, sure. doesn't do a lot. Yeah. But I will have to say, the most last led was by Michael DiBenedetto today in the 95 yeah. Procore car. Is he the one that you'd say kind of got kind of got screwed by? He absolutely by, got shafted because... By all the, the, all the crashing. What you can say is there's called the bump draft. And with really about 20 laps to go in the Daytona 500, you start bumping, you start grinding... And these noses really don't line like up. Club. So, kind of, but the club can't handle me right now. <laughs> so, you know, you just get you get linked up and you spin. And in these tracks, it's almost like a self-cleaning track like Dover is, where you wreck and you're screwed. There were 17 cars in the biggest pileup, uh, kind of like the other day in the Bush class. Because Daytona, and I know we're running out of time here, it starts with the Bush class, which is kind of anybody who wins a race the year before mm. is in the race. That's the Saturday before uh, the 500. Okay. The next day is the qualifying race, where one lap you qualify. Really only positions one or two are solidified for the race. Interesting, okay. You get to Thursday, you have the dual races, where in the odd race, positions three, five, seven are set. And then you have the other, the odd race, or the even race, two, four, six, or four, six, eight is set in the race. Interesting, okay. Then you have the truck series race Friday night, the Bush series or Xfinity series now since we live in the world of uh, 
Brian Roberts here in Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, here, that's on Saturday, and then the big race today. Yeah. Great race. It was awesome time. Good company as well. And yes. Uh, that's it. And, you know, we'll go. We watched. We had a watch party today. We did. However, we're not talking about Baywatch now. Second topic oh, today but is. But it is Bay. It is Bay. Oh. Tell oh, me oh, when the timer's oh. ready. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, Are you willing? Let's get this thing going. Bryce Watch. Talk to me, Jordy. All right. So right before the race started, Jared and I were hanging out, ordering our pizza and wings, and you know, really getting prepared for the day. And start seeing on Twitter from a number of different sources and sites and accounts that there is a private jet that flew from Las Vegas, Nevada to Clearwater, Florida, and a lot of different reports now, that Bryce Harper is going to sign with the Phillies. That they've become the top team to get him. Now, there have been many different reports that the Phillies were going to get him. That was a couple weeks ago. And then it was the Giants met with him. The Cubs met with him. The Padres are getting into the mix because now they somehow all have all this money to spend on either Harper or Machado. They're getting a bunch of other guys. But this has been the biggest movement in any bit of this free agency standstill, this standoff that we've had with Harper and Machado. I mean, pitchers and catchers have reported. I saw our buddy Joe DiMaggio the other day when it was nice. He was running on the Schuylkill River Trail. He's getting ready for softball. I'm happy to see that for the team. I mean, Andrew DiMaggio. Oh, yeah. He's Joe. Let's be real. Jolton Joe is up and gone away. No, he's Joe. That's what we call him during the game. However... I don't know what you call this, Jordy. It's it's it is a standoff. It's yeah. who's going to blink first, and I think it's going to come to one of those where nobody's going to win from this. No, there's but all I, the labor talk yep. and all of that. You saw it a little bit last year. Mm-hmm. Remember, Arietta didn't sign with the Phillies until right. into March. Yep, a lot of people did. Mike Mustakas, who I forgot he was a free agent it's because true. of all of this. He yeah. just signed with re-signed with the Brewers after going over there. Last year, um, so I mean, we're getting a lot of different. We're starting to see some movement, and whether or not Harper does sign with the Phillies, I mean, at this point, I'm now chips for me are all in in terms of an, of an emotional investment. So he's the one I wanted out of the two. Um, if they got Manny Machado, I wouldn't be upset because it certainly makes the competition that they put between Franco and Kingery at third base to bed because they're just going to tell him we got Gene Segura in a trade you're not playing shortstop go over there but I'd rather take Bryce Harper and it seems like this is a movement that way this is the type of town that'll rally around Bryce Harper I oh, mean yeah. you had Pete Rose that Charlie attitude. Hustle yeah. that's Bryce I mean last yeah. night I was at McGillan's with a couple friends guy looked at me and goes you look like Bryce Harper and I went all right, not hey, the first time I've heard that there it is but I'll take it not a big deal so you know what I'll moonlight as a Bryce Harper if he comes to town, I got the Washington uh, Nationals jersey upstairs. Cheap Halloween costume is necessary. Yep. I think Bryce could live here as a left-handed stick. I'm telling you, he can. His numbers at, at CBP are great. Very good. So think about that. You got him in the lineup. He throws the bat to the ball. He doesn't hit. Yeah. He throws the bat at the ball. I would love to know what his velocity going out of the the park is when he gets a hold of one. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how that all goes because I mean the second deck is might that second row, the two oh two oh one, two oh two, two oh three. Those watch. are gonna be that's literal price watch. Those are gonna be the hottest tickets in town. Uh, you're absolutely right. And, and and it's one of those where the Phillies have done a lot of great signings this year. I mean JT Real Muto. Real Muto. Real Muto. Yeah I'm a big fan of the trade. That is big great. Fan of the trade. That's awesome. And and they've really set themselves up this year. Now Matt Clintac 
I mean, you know, Harvard guy, Harvard guy, correct? Is he a Harvard guy? He's a Harvard guy. Andy McPhail's a Dartmouth guy, as my uncles remind me. There you go. And and I and you they look at that and go, smart dudes that didn't play baseball. Yeah. You know. They they know the analytics. McPhail played baseball. Oh, he did? Yeah, I he didn't, didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, you know, that Billy Bean aspect, the money ball. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I think the Phillies are gonna do well this year. The only concern is if they get Bryce or Machado is I feel from my understanding, they said it I think it was on the Fanatic the other day, it's only five more wins that they would average them, which I don't agree with. I think yeah, it's, it's more than five wins. It's an interesting concept because you also have to remember you don't have a lefty starter. Yep. Your bullpen's better with, with Robertson. Hands Absolutely. Down you now have an eighth and ninth inning guy. You don't have to worry about you can do whatever you want with Sir Anthony Dominguez. Yep. You have to worry about if he's gonna be your eighth inning guy or closer mm-hmm. and you know get everybody pissed off by the fact that he's not the closer because you can put Robertson there. Um, the starting staff still the big question. There are free agents out there that the Phillies could pursue. I'm not mm-hmm. of one to spend the stupid money on them. Save it for yeah. Harper. Save it for potentially Machado. Mm-hmm. Whomever you're going after there. But there are a lot of other questions. 83 and a half, I think, is still the number. I haven't seen odds on it yet, but uh, it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be fun. Whenever this this saga finally does end, and that actually wraps us up on perfect timing. Oh, bango. For the for the Bryce Watch Baseball Talk, we're going to go into a little bit of college basketball. Hit me with it, we Joey. are in the midst of February. We are. We're getting close to one of the best months of the year, March. Mm-hmm. And March Madness, the tournament, all that good stuff. And, you know, I've been getting more and more into college basketball. I did in January during the NFL playoffs. But since the Super Bowl, I've really gotten into it in the last two weeks. And, ooh, a little fight in a, wow, in a hockey in game. We're going to get into this in, yeah. in a little bit. But... Yeah, Jared, the, the college basketball scene, I don't know how much you paid attention. I, I really haven't, so I keep little, keep talking to me. Well, dossier. Yeah. So Tennessee was or is still technically number one. They lost last night. Duke, absolute wagon. Yep. Absolute wagon. It's on the wall, yeah. as we know. They are number two. They're gonna regain the number one the number one ranking this week. They have a guy, Jared, named Zion Williamson. Yep. The undisputed number one pick is what he's going to be. And he is an absolute beast. Watched Duke play last night. Zion looked like a man amongst boys. Really? There. Yeah. So Duke's got to be got to be one that you're thinking is going to be a number one pick. Or is going to be a top pick. They've been projected that way in terms of where the committee comes out. Yep. Where they released the top 16 seeds, which I know they've been doing that the last couple of years. I'm still eh on that concept because there is so much still up in the air. You don't know who conference champions mm-hmm. are going to be, which I'm a big championship week guy, which is coming up very, very soon. Um, you got Gonzaga, you got UVA, you got North Carolina. Big year for the ACC. Uh, Michigan's been very good, and they looked great last night. So it'll be really interesting to see where they jump up to from number six. Kentucky's number five. Yep. After kind of a slow start this year. Um, and it's funny to say that considering they only have three losses. But yeah. Kentucky beat Tennessee last night, so it'll be interesting to see where they fall in the rankings. Where was Tennessee ranked? Tennessee was number one. That's what I thought I saw yeah. today. And I, I forget what the stat was with Calipari beating the number one seeds. I'm sure it's not or Darth I'm, Calipari. Yeah, I think it's a good number, but I, I'm also wondering how many instances that has it happened. Because when he was in Memphis and while he's been at Kentucky, he's owned that seed this for so true. long. I know there was the one year where they played um, – they played against Indiana where there was that buzzer beater. Yep. And I don't remember who was number one there. If it was 
uh, Indiana that was, or if it was Kentucky. Uh, that was when we were in college, and that was yeah. I remember that being pretty awesome. But but yeah, I mean, I also wanted to touch on you know, and, and Maddie D and I are going to get into a much bigger yeah. breakdown of college basketball. Pac twelve. The fake Maddie D. Oh, not the real. Uh, not, the real gonna, not the real Maddie D. I was yeah, got to get him on. The I was gonna say, soon. who's Matt DiStefano? I don't know who that is. Yeah, I gotta get gotta get the real Maddie D on soon, man. Even the crowd's like, who's Matt DiStefano? Yeah, no, no one's sure who he is. You know that you've now been on more frequently than he has. That is how is that even possible? Well, the last I think six episodes have been both of your pods, and Matt's only been on once in that span. Greg's been on twice. Emily's been on once for 2019. Uh, you're probably no. I think we did three three football podcasts. So you're one behind him. You're, Which for me it was what what four see, years. There was there was one on the pod. There was last one year? in 2018. You've already doubled up in 2019. It sounds like me playing hockey with Chicho yeah. here. You yeah. and Chicho with my goals. I quadrupled my total of two to eight That's last true. year. Yeah, you had it. Yeah, you had some monster games last uh, year. We need to get you back. We need your toe fixed. That th- that's back spring. Out. We'll yeah. be back we'll in, the spring. in the spring. But I do want to you know. Uh, Pac-12, eh, this year, not really a great conference. A lot of that has to do with Arizona and what's been going on with them with all the you know the different violations. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about our boys, though, the Lehigh Mountain Hawks. Please. I follow them religiously. You do? And they are now, they're in second place, right behind Bucknell. They lost both of their games to Bucknell this year, including last Monday. Oh, good old Sucknell. At, so- at Soika Pavilion. Yeah, Mike Muscala no longer a sixer, so That's I can okay. finally boo him. Got to boo him last Sunday. I booed him when he was here. I did too. But so Lehigh's number is second in the Patriot League, eleven or ten and four in the conference. Bucknell's eleven and three. They lost yesterday. Who'd they lose to? Bucknell. Let's take a look. I just see the one loss. I'm on ESPN mm-hmm. standings. But Lehigh took down BU. Crazily enough, and this probably has something to do with the lower amount of the lower amount of. You know, action that goes yeah. on in Patriot League betting. Lehigh was only a, was a one point dog to a BU team. Wow! Who is? Take a look at this. They are ten and four, ten, uh, four and ten. They were mm. four and nine coming into yesterday. Lehigh was a one point dog on the road in Boston, and the odds on it was one ten. I saw that after the game started, and I was pissed. I did not put a bet bet in there because Lehigh, Lehigh only ended up winning by four points. I think five five or six points actually, but. No. It yeah. was a slam dunk. They're up by 20 at one point. Bucknell, though, yesterday. It's kind of interesting how the how the Patriot League has been. They lost at Holy Cross the by Crusaders. a single point. The Crusaders getting after it. The Bill Simmonses. But they've had a nice run. Oh, he's a big Holy Cross guy. I didn't realize oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He uh when he interviewed CJ McCollum when he was still at ESPN before before the draft in 2013, he goes, like, oh yeah, Patriot League guys. I went to Holy Cross. And CJ's kind of like, oh, cool, man. Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. Uh, But yeah, no, the Patriot League, though. You know, I I very emotionally invested in it, being an alumnus of the great Lehigh University. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, Lafayette stinks. It's happy to know the the graduating class for our Mountain Hawks this year. They are one of I think four classes to have. Not lost a regular season game to Lafayette. Ooh, they went now that's, that's no in, regu- in the regular season. I think they lost a tournament game though in the mm, Patriot League. Well, you know, yeah, so that's mm. not good. But let's move on. Yeah. Topic number four. We're gonna Ooh. do a little little hockey. We're gonna we'll, we'll start we'll start macro. Yeah, macro hockey talk. It is hockey day in America. Thank you very much. And let's give you a rundown of what has happened today. So the early game today. Your 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 fighting Pittsburgh Penguins. Beat the New York Rangers six to five. 
Watching the game here, we had the mustard yellow 1980s jerseys on today. They're a good jersey. They're a quality watch. Those are the stadiums from two years ago? They are. Yeah. Those are... Those are solid. Casey I like those to better Smith, than the Flyers' black ones. Casey DeSmith stood on his head. Geno Malkin, two goals, one short side through the six hole, shot. Then the spinorama, which you if, can you tell me about your tweet? What happened to you? Yeah, so I, I had to give credit where it's due. Yes, of Malkin after scoring a nice little little front sider that looked like it went right through the five hole mm-hmm. of uh, New York Rangers backup goalie. His name is slipping by me, but it is number really forty. We'll give him yeah, number he, forty. I mean, we don't it, want to call him out. Yeah, he's getting NCAA here. He doesn't get his last name. He's just number forty. Um, and if, for those that don't reference that, that's to the football games of of old. Yes. Uh, yeah. So Malkin, right after that, follows it up with a second goal. Looks like he's going after the Natty Hattie, and he has a nice little spinorama backhand shot mm-hmm. that goes off number forty's shoulder and in. I get a little tweet. I said, "Hey, that go that." That spinorama goal from Malkin with the eyes emoji. Yep. The Fanatic retweets 97.5. The Fanatic retweets me. I didn't even know they fucking followed me. Uh, that or they're just searching Malkin. They they go... Something just a, a, basically to the effect of being upset that Malkin only got one game for the for the slash at Raffle from the other yeah. night. Which Monday and, night's game, I last Monday night, was there at the game. Yep. 4-1 victory. Very happy boy here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Murray played out of his mind against 50, the Flyers. So I, 51 you can say, shots. Yeah. 50 saves. As a Flyers fan, you can say all you want about the quick whistle and what could have happened Absolutely. There. I agree Should with that. Should have been a 4-2 loss is my thought. I mean, Murray played out of his mind. Tied a team record for most saves in one period with 28. Yeah. And that was I think it was a Flyers franchise record for a single period. Okay. 28 okay. shots. A lot, lot of, lot yeah, of history A lot of, lot of records made. in that game. But yeah, I mean, the Flyers, though, they've had a nice little week to them. Uh, I know we're going to come back to the Hockey Day yep. in America in a second. But uh, aside from that, they've had a couple good wins. Nice bounce back win Tuesday night in, in Minnesota, who's ice cold right now. And, and you're talking about Minnesota. They lost 4 nothing to the St. Louis Blues today. St. Louis Blues, though, are a absolute rocket right now. Did, Ten did, straight wins. Exactly. That's what we're talking about. And yeah. then your other two games right now, end of the second, uh, we have the Flyers tied 1-1 with the Detroit Joe Lewis Red Wings. Actually, Little Caesars Red Wings. I know. They switched it up on us finally. No no octopi there. That's unfortunate. Yeah, you didn't know this? I didn't. No no calamar? Somebody threw an octopus on the ice the first game at Little Caesars Arena, and the crew banned that guy from Little Caesars and and has come out saying no octopus. So do they throw a they throw a five dollar hot and ready on the ice now? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I guess we have to find out what's going to happen when they inevitable whenever they get back to the playoffs. Wow. Um, um, and the other game right now in the third is the Devils and the Sabres, uh, two to one. Okay. That is, and that's your Devs up right now. Yep. And then the late game tonight is Caps and Ducks in Anaheim. Yes, and that I mean that should be a pretty easy win for. Washington, because another team, talk about ice cold. These guys are glacier in the oh. Anaheim Ducks. They're just spinning around like a fucking top. Yeah. 128 goals on the year, 120 and 185 wow. against, minus 57 for the year. Somehow they're still ahead of the LA Kings because they did pull out a win the other night. Uh, but, I mean, it's a dire situation for them, and they. I mean, same thing with the Kings. Greg and I talk about it a lot on Blue Line Icing of how both teams are pretty old yeah. and can't really get something going. And 
You know, they just fired their coach last week, and you know, I, I don't Randy know what Carlisle, happened. who was a Pittsburgh Penguin, yeah. one of their best defensemen in the '70s, early '80s. Yeah, and I mean, it, it seems. I mean, their GM's taking over as coach for the rest of the season, which, which is, is a weird situation. Kind of a weird move. You see it every once in a while in hockey. Remember, we saw it in baseball a couple years ago. The Reds did that. Is this the Lou Lamarillo theory going on right yeah, now? Yeah, Lou Lamarillo is the big one, the big usual suspect that does this. Uh, but before before we run out of time here, we got to talk a little yeah, with full the last series minute. preview. We're going on Saturday. Jared and I will be there. Matt will also be there too. So will Chicho. Chicho, Chicho you, will be you, there. you looking forward to it, buddy? I cannot wait. It's gonna be a ton of fun. Yeah, have you done, you done an outdoor game before? I am. This will be my first this will one. Be your first would have went to Pittsburgh. Uh, the fake Maddie D did go, and just so everybody knows, yes. and we're going to run a little long on. Yeah, this we're going to run a little bit long. Um, I'm going to add another minute. Pittsburgh's weather. You don't like it? Wait a couple minutes. And it was 70 degrees in the morning. Severe storm front went through. We had summer. Spring, summer, fall, and winter in one day. It was 32 degrees, snowing at game time. Jesus. We're kind of looking at, what, 53 Holy. with rain or something like that next so, Saturday? So right now, 7 o'clock on Saturday, February 23rd, should be about 42 degrees and wintry mix. Oh, that's like my Google. lovely. Yeah, so we're... Everybody's gonna, getting pneumonia. Yeah, it's going to be um, fun. I've done Jordy, rainy games at the link before. So, Jordy, Woody, give me a prediction. Uh, that's a good question. Think on it. Joe Sully, prediction for the game next Saturday. I want high scoring. You I think it's th- going to be high scoring? But both goalies have been solid coming into this. Joe Sully? In the last two years, I might have seen the Flyers beat the Penguins twice. So I'm going Penguins, unfortunately. Just give me yeah. a score. 8-4. 8-4? Wow. Wow. That's game six shit. Man. Shit. Chicho, give me a, give me a score. I think it's going to be maybe... Uh, Let's go, baby! 2-1 Flyers! Fly guys just went up. The goaltenders are really hot right now, so... Yeah, I think it's going to be low score. It might be 2-1 Penguins. 4-3 maybe, Pens. All right. It's going to be garbage, though. It's going to be warm. (laughs) Baby. Jordy, give me one before I go. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 2-1. I'm going to go 2-1. I'll just give it to the Flyers, because they haven't... They have not... The Penguins have not lost in Philadelphia in, like, two years. You know that... Yeah, that's they, true. They swept the Flyers in Philly last year, mm. including in the playoffs. The Flyers' only two wins against the Penguins were games two and five in, the in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So if I had to go right now, I'm going to start with this. The jerseys fucking blow. Oh, they're terrible. It's terrible jersey. We're going to move past that. I think we're going to have two fights because there was no fights in this last game. Yeah. I think it's going to. I think it's actually going to go to a shootout. That'd be fun at the link. Um, I do believe when it comes to the shootout, you are going to have Crosby will miss. I think Latang and Malkin score. Okay. I think it's going to end up being 4-3 Penguins. All right. Fair enough. Fair and, enough. And, and, and maybe that's me being a homer. I will be there. And I went what? homer picking the Flyers. Yeah, so, yeah. No but you know what? There. I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, the Penguins either tie or win this, uh, the God, series. Provorov. He know? scored for the Flyers. You know, and... Let's see what happens, man. But let's move on. I know we went a little long. That's Let, fine. The That's fine. the Genesis Open. This is Genesis without Phil Collins. Yeah. So the so the folks at home know. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I mean, so it's the tournament at Riviera, uh-huh. which notoriously features the hole with a bunker in the middle of the green. Justin Thomas yesterday actually chipped over it. He did a little flop shot. 
a uh, don't try this at home, kids, because you'll probably get banned from that course. And somehow he did not take a I would, I would put it in the fucking bunker. Let's yeah. be real. If there's sand, I'm going to play at the beach. No. You've seen my golf game. No. That's not terrible. It's not terrible, not but terrible. I'm going to play at the beach. No, don't, Sully, don't, what are you laughing about? Short. Don't sell yourself short there. Modesty is impressive. But yeah, right now, so the, the tournament's ended. J.B. Holmes has won. He mm. outduels Justin Thomas. J.B. Holmes puts up a 63, or puts up a 70 Ooh. on Sunday. I'm so, I've looked at round one scores. Justin Thomas, who had a substantial lead for a bit, really fell apart oh. in the back nine. Puts Sell. up a 75 Sell. plus four. And Jared, he opened with a birdie, then goes bogey, par, bogey, bogey. Those are his first five. Seems to right the ship a little bit, but posts a 37 on the front. Goes bogey, birdie. Double bogey, bogey. All right, now we're sounding like me. I like this. And never... Ooh, we have some spillage going in the background. (laughs) Justin Thomas falling apart a little bit. J.B. Holmes pulling it out and really came to life. I mean, he started off hot and, you know, his back name is okay. He posted an even 36 there, but good for you. You end up pulling it out. Um, Siwoo Kim got it close. Rory seemed like he was going to get close. Tiger for a little bit. Los like Tigres. He, he thought in the even he had a great third round. He started yes. off awesome. Yeah, I'm sure he probably did. saw that. What but was it? Even, birdie, birdie, maybe a third birdie, then an eagle, and then a birdie. Birdie, birdie eagle, birdie. Like that was yeah, I saw that on Sports Center this morning having yeah. my cup of coffee. Was I was very impressed. Yeah, Tiger Tiger actually ended up finishing uh let's find him here, do a little control F. But yeah, he ended up having a decent week. Um and you know, this is a good tournament. Tiger hosted it, he had a the Celebrity Challenge, you see this at the beginning of the week? No. So they basically did a little, you know, bring out, let's say, three different groups of celebrities, and they all, all right. play a four ball, I think. Was is what Tony Romo being. there? No, he Tony Romo, I think, was um, coming off of his week at the Pebble Pro-Am, and I think he was hanging out. How probably. about Bill Murray? Uh, no, the Bill Murray is probably the same thing. But the sidebar, did you see when he took that, he hit that ball off the tee, flipped the club to his caddy, Perfectly, Whoa. he just literally did a flip and went right into the caddy's hand. I'm like, that's impressive. That is pretty impressive. That was impressive. Yeah, Tiger finishes t15 with Cantlay, Jonas Blix, Bryson DeChambeau coming out of nowhere. Kangas um, for everybody. Well, he he gets. Uh, I guess he had a pretty consistent week. Posted 71 today. Adam Scott really blew up. He looked like he yeah. could make. He looked like he could make a little run at it, and he posted a 76 today. A really bad day. I don't know. I looked at looked at a couple leaderboards throughout the afternoon while we were watching the race, mm-hmm. and I I need to see what the weather was like. Yeah. I don't know if people were just kind of getting tired, getting tired, and because they've had a weird week. Thursday got really delayed, and then it was a like they were people, playing a lot of the second, yeah. first, and second round Friday. On Friday, yeah. And Tiger and wore of, the same uniform. I yeah, mean, and, was, and the second round completed yesterday morning, so there was a lot of a lot of golf just being played on top of itself. So I don't know if that was. You know, Justin Thomas, Adam Scott, who they posted much better rounds in in one and two uh, versus three and four. So I don't know if it's just that it all came up to catch up with them. You know, you find this, though, in that January, February stretch of the schedule. It's going to be really interesting coming up with the players now only a few weeks away. They have the WGC in Mexico this upcoming week. I was just going to say that. And and Phil, is is he the defending champion of that event? He is the defending champion. So last week. And he won Pebble, right? He just won Pebble last week. And another week that had a. Weird weather delay where they had the hail on Sunday. Oh, I didn't Phil, realize that. Yeah, and Phil, they had a delay then, and then Phil's about to tee off on 17, and they tell him it's too dark, and Phil's like, I want to try to play. I want to try to finish up, and they won't let him. So they had to finish on Monday. Phil pulls it out. 
Um, yeah, so now they go down to Mexico, where this used to be the event at Doral, Trump Doral, and they moved it partially, I think, because of Trump, but not totally. Uh, but the, the Mexico has been fun. This is the third year they've been doing it. The ball flies forever. Uh, this is the this is the course last year where Justin Thomas actually posted a really solid yeah. last couple rounds and Phil just Phil, Phil kind of took over in the lefties, back nine. Lefty. Yeah, I mean, this is the this is the clip they always show of Justin Thomas with the one bounce eagle. Yeah, and he goes Whoa! with his with his caddy and all the it was different very Luna esque right there. Uh, yeah, it was very Luna the dog esque, but. Yeah, it should be a fun week. It's, okay. it's you know a good field and everything. And we actually we um, Carlos Ortiz of Mexico finished in the top ten, so maybe he rolls in and you know does his home country proud. But it's going to do it for the golf. We're going to move on. We're on to the the Matty D beer corner. Sands Matty D. I know. Rest in peace. So I we we, we would like to thank Chicho today. So Chicho brought us a very nice. We'd like to thank the folks at where are we here. Stickman Brews and Royers for Stickman. Stickman's, the Kentucky Waterfall. So if you look at it, it's a uh, real stick bit. The the gentlemen on the bottle have mullets. It's very uh, NASCAR esque today. Nice bottle. It would be one where if you're in victory lane, you'd want to shake it and uh, spray it. So this is a you opening the the bottle is a sight to be seen. Can we talk about how it's a wax top to this? Yeah, and it looks then like the a bottle of Maker's Mark. It's not though. Um, I would have. It's a six point eight percent. It is a, and we'll read it to you. It says uh, the Stickman take on all of American pre-prohibition style, uh, strictly business in the front with assertive, funky nose and distinct barrel, barrel characteristic. But it's nothing but a party in the back, back end with a complex fruity finish from our house wild yeast culture. This is the perfect beer for watching wrestling or whatever you might do in your free time, or NASCAR. Um, which stands for, for the folks at home, the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing. Started in 1949, so we're coming up on it. Is the line from Talladega Nights, is that really how like stock car racing began? With what? There are, you know, Ricky Bobby gets the water thrown on him, and he says it was to outrun the feds, and then they decided to start racing. So NASCAR was started, and it was the guys who, in Prohibition, had the most souped-up cars that looked stock. Yeah. But under the hood, let's say you, you had a Saturn, but you had a Corvette motor in it. Oh. So they could outrun the law when they were running shine. Mm. Junior Johnson, known as one of the last great American heroes, there's actually a, um, oh, what do you call it here? And I'm blanking on it. Um... There's a movie about him being the last great American hero. He became a um, head of, you know, Junior Johnson Motorsports with Daryl Waltrip, the number eleven Bud Car, Bud, Budweiser with, and he he actually got pardoned by the president because he ran shine. He was a convicted felon. That's insane. And you know what, Junior Johnson, one of the most prolific racers himself. You look at all these older guys, Richard Petty, you name it, and whatnot. Joe Sully sent in from the crossroom, Smokey and the Bandit. Essentially, that's what it was. But these were the guys that said, you know what? We want to soup up our cars. We want to race, see who the best of the best is. And NASCAR started from moonshine. That's awesome. Yeah, it absolutely is. So and back to the beer. It, it, was, it, was a great, it was a great beer, I, we will have to say. Very tasty. It was nice for all four of us to share in it. Um, gentlemen, what did you think of the beverage? I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I thought it was a little bitter, a little more bitter than I thought it was going to be, especially being called like a Kentucky waterfall, especially with that Maker's Mark type top. And I put it on our Instagram so you can check out what it looks like. The Kentucky waterfall is the mullet. You got to remember that. Ah, That's where the name comes from. All right. So I was thinking more of like 
bourbony that kind of ah, taste. That's okay. what I was coming in there with. Chicho, what was your, what's your review you on beer? Yeah. Like uh, like Jordan said, I think that the uh, the opening was the best part for yeah, me. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty hilarious. Jared, <laughs> get that sucker open. Yeah. Was pretty great, but um, I think the sharing it was cool too. It was just enough, you know. Yeah, it was. It was, it nice was just enough. A pint yeah, yeah, I got yeah, I got about ten ounces of beer, um, solid little little yeah. pony, little pony grab out of there. Mister Sully, what do you think? As a Yingling loyalist, I disapprove. <laughs> As you're drinking your Coors Light, oh no, you are. Oh, he's still in a Ying. He's still on the Ying. He's still on a Ying. That's like still Yingling on the number thirteen. Yeah, we've had a nice, Go we've had a nice day of beer. Year one hundred and ninety. Shout out to Yingling. But yeah, we've had a nice day of beer. A lot of Yinglings. Now we're now under the Coors Lights. The uh, mountains were blue. The mountains. And because were of blue. that bachelor party, I still can't stomach this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard the I've heard the legends. Oh god, it was horrible. I've heard the legends. Mis- but any Mr. other beers you've had? As we have another minute, I would have to. That you want you want to give a, a quick shout out to uh, the Victory by Sea by Ballast Point. Which is finished in a bur- high west bourbon and rye barrel. They mis- mix Ooh. it. It's a twelve percent. It sounds pretty good. Vanilla and coffee with a little caramel Ooh. to it. Ooh. My new favorite beer. Yeah, excellent, excellent, that excellent. I, that is just beautiful. That sounds awesome. I mean, we're gonna end on that. I don't care how early or late we are with this. No, no, you're good. But we we're, we we're went ca- over with the the stadium series. We so did. We can, so we can shed thirty seconds. So on we're kind of have a guest spot here, and we're actually gonna go to. Chicho's za review, right. and we and, and Chicho, we, we have to ask, and, and one of the things we can say is we know Mr. Chicho from his mom Denise from Lehigh University, yep. one of the premier primo individuals working in food services at Lehigh, <laughs> and she is a mom to all of us. And for his, the record, I would I would just not limit that to food service. Thank you. I mean, it's very <laughs> true. She is just it's true an absolute well said, absolute legend. Yeah. She's come to Broomball. She's come to other hockey games. Chicho, I, I need to know about, first off, I want to talk about your namesake, the Chicho Special, and plug plug your yeah, plug your the, dad's pizza spot. And then I want, to, want you so to talk you about know, the review we do today. stadium snacks on all of our baseball pods. So this okay. is, you're starting the 2019 stadium snacks off with a little... Uh, little food review. We like to describe it for the listeners. So just shouting out, um, what is that exactly? Just... The, we uh, talk about the food. We talk about what what, you know, what comes in it. Okay, and we we just love food. Yeah, we do. We do. Tell. <laughs> so talk about talk to I us about it. the Chicho special. Um, buffalo chicken. All right. Cheese Ooh. steak, pepperoni, spinach, ranch. Traditionally, but oh, you know, it's obviously. Do you, do you a sometimes lot of change parts. the sauce? Yeah, of ranch. Um, you know, there's a lot of like. Heavy sauce, light sauce, no ranch, blue cheese. We talked about banana peppers so, the other day, maybe possibly going really, into really it. Nice touch. I need to remember to try that. What pepper? Um, do you, what peppers do you normally have? I'm sorry. Um, there's actually no peppers in there. There's a little oh, sautéed so onions in there, which are usually Ooh, in the cheese sticks. Yeah, but um, yeah, that works. Otherwise, there's no pepper action. Yeah. Just all right. Hot sauce. Um, and where, where do you get this from? Salvatore's, man. All right. That yeah. that is that is the family namesake, isn't it? With yeah. uh, the pizza restaurant. It's there, man. There it is. Yeah. It's uh, where is that? Pretty good, McCungy. In McCungy, Pennsylvania. Up there, Dorney Park, yeah, no, no, Bear 100. Creek. There you go. Yeah, All the way on 100. 100. 100. Yeah. Is it by the Pied Piper? If you take Route 100, you are going to hit Salvatore's. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to literally run right into it. Don't T-bone it like that yeah. one guy did in that in the NASCAR crash. Yeah, we we had a um, oh, we nice. had there was a T-bone with uh, our our friends today in the first big one. So that was uh, we're gonna we're gonna William Byron in the 24 car. Yeah. 
Anyone going to the McCunji Car Show this year should definitely check out Salvador's. Oh! Bang! Oh! oh. Joe nice. with the producer shout out. Exactly. Love it. That really is the best time to go. I yeah. mean, obviously, um, yeah, you get some, I mean, not major celebs coming through there, but that's like the best time to you, see McCunji. You sure. might get Chicho coming through there, which is good. And Taylor Swift is not from far from there. There you go. Hey, so, so Chicho, we had the Chicho review. Yeah. Talk to us, give us your pizza and wing review for Zuzu's Kitchen right here on Ridge sure. Avenue. That was our uh, purveyor of fine foods today. 50 wings, mind you, between the four of us, and a nice uh, pep, onion, and green pepper pizza. Yeah, it was a great pie. Um, you know, I really liked it, saying as I, I had three slices of it. Um, <laughs> there it is. With the slew of hot sauce here, though, you know I was just really bathing those slices one in the, uh, the array of sauces. What's, what's the rating, one to 10? Um, I'm gonna give it a, like a seven. A rookie think score. The uh, the toppings were good. There was like a you know a healthy ratio. They weren't skimping on any of those toppings, and they were like balanced across the pizza pretty well. I think it could have been right. a little bit more. The sauce, you know, how was the crust? The crust was like all right, right? Like drip. I said, a little. What was it? The drip. The drip. Too hard. Too much wet, wet wings. Though I thought the wings were pretty great. The wings were good. We the wings were well them. done. They weren't. They weren't a breaded wing. They were just a fried. They were just mm-hmm. fried. So honey I, I liked sriracha on them. Yes, honey sriracha was good. Um, a little more sriracha y than honey. I thought I had no spice in there, and I'm a yeah. spice guy. There was nothing. Tickling it was like my it fancy. had the smoke. Mm-hmm. It had the smoke. It yep. did not have the. I would agree. Did not have the bite, or nor did it have the sweetness. I was mixing the sauces a lot. Um, which we had. A, I like that. I like the garlic buffalo probably the most. Honey barbecue was eh. It was, it was as a big honey barbecue guy. I was eh on it. Now I'm gonna come out of left field because there was a. I'm gonna give you a late night pizza review from last evening about 11:30 pizza review. Pete's famous pizza, the Pete special, on which second, is on chestnut. Nah, there's one right over here in Fairmount, brother. Different Pete. Nah, same Pete's. No, Pete only works in one place. Well, I, I maybe maybe it's Pete Pete the third. I don't know, but there's a Pete's. On Second and Chestnut, you know. Oh yeah, I know this Pete's Pizza. Yeah. Well, there's another. There's another. There's another. It's like. It's like. It's like. They delivered it to me, man. It's like customs. No, no, the Pete's Pizza he's talking about is by the customs building. Ah. And that's like a legit place. That's open until four. Pepperoni. Yeah, yeah we had many a, a drunk, drunken yeah. excursion to that oh, that's, place. That's the late night pizza place. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. There was sausage, extra cheese, onion, green pepper. Ooh. With the company I had, it was a good time. Good uh, pizza. Save you. One to ten. The slices were all cut up funky. So you had a medium slice, small slice. One to ten. One to ten. I am going to give it a six eight. Ooh. Ooh. Good score. Good Still score. a good pie for good that time score. of night. The crust was kind of like it's a drunk pizza. It was. It absolutely. And then I throw and I throw the sriracha on it too, so I get that little bit of a fire before I go to bed too. It's you good. Get, it's a good day. All right. So we're moving on. Boom, Jared. Before you had your drunken pizza excursion, huh. you uh, you were telling me a little bit about a little brunch you had with some coworkers, and I've seen this restaurant a number of times hanging around the uh, the Philadelphia Stock Exchange area. So tell us about your brunch adventures from yesterday, Jared. Postatano Coast, 
Went there yesterday with two of my favorite co-workers from the YMCA. Yes, start singing it. Start doing the letters wherever you are. I wish I had the rights to licensing that. So I could play we, it underneath we, here. we actually could have just thrown it. Could we have thrown it on the record player in the background? No, Is that because a, no, a, no wait, we're gonna get I don't have the rights to it, it so it, I don't want to get pronounced Positano. Thank you. Oh, all right. I, I am As someone I, who lives a block away from it. I'm Joby. not good with uh, pronunciations. Producer coming in handy. The enunciations yeah. and all that with me. Um, great. Jay, pull that up for me. A great <laughs> bottomless mimosa. Oh. Had a nice brunch burger, which had a bacon, a little cheddar, a little over easy. I asked for a little aioli to go with over it easy too. egg. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's nice. I was about to say it's just over easy. Like, a nice yeah. <laughs> caramelized onion. Oh, medium rare. Yeah, that's right. that's where I go with. You need a little bit of little little uh, yeah. nice medium papas, rare. Papas I don't fuck fritas. with anything lower lower than medium rare, and I don't go higher than medium because you can. Just so everybody knows, the burger you fuck that. Just up. to quote Jordy, he doesn't fuck. All right, oh, right there. Oh, when it comes to his <laughs> brunches, when it comes to his brunches, nice Valentine's Day. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. Third and girl, do not listen to this this week. Shout out to Emily. Wow, stop that. So as we move on, nice homemade guac with that as well. Uh, did go to Art in the Age afterwards, have a nice cocktail if you haven't been there yet. Where's Art in the Age? Art in the Age is on, it's like 300, or no, 116 3rd Street. Real, I think it's some, somewhere around there on 116 3rd Street. So where is that? Cross Street. Uh, it is, is that broad. Fishtown? No, 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 no. Broad, right off of Broad. You broad. said hundred. You said Third Street. Yeah. So you go up the block and over. Broad doesn't cross. Market? Are you market? market. I'm thinking okay. of Market. Yeah, market right. Frankfurt. Line. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know where the hell I am right now. Yeah. Um, they actually have. So if you nice need uh, your mixes for cocktails, great there. But in the bo- in the back, they Third actually market. have a bar. No, it it, it's it's. T- uh, no, no. Market, and then you go over two blocks. So if, if you're on market, you're going towards City Hall, go to the right, past the Betsy Ross house, or is that, no, it's not the Betsy Ross house. It's it's right, it, Continental is on one corner, keep going the other way. So they're by like so Stowe's and all that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shit, what's over there? That's where I live. It's called Art in the Age. It's a right. cocktail spot. Okay, well, I'm going to have to check this out. Yeah, 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 it, yeah, it's good. So you can get all your stuff to make your nice fancy cocktails, whatnot, but they're... But yeah. there is also a bar in the back, and they got some really nice cocktails there. Mm-hmm. H- highly doubt it. And then we ended up with a little Franklin Fountain before we did the rest of the night. So Love Franklin Fountain. little ice cream. It, that was the brunch. Highly suggest going there. I, I would give... How, was it well-priced? What was the... Well-priced for three people with a tip, about 135 Not bad. Not bad at Not all. Bad. Good portions. You go with apps? Or was it just, just the, the alcohol just the, that just got the you guac, up there? Just the guac. Okay. $13 per person for bottomless guac mimosas. Guac is questionable. But that's okay. It was, it was a good... But $13 per person for a bottomless mimosa? No. It's a pretty good price. No. Nice, nice heavy pour as well. So I'd give that I'd give that a nice 7-9. Ooh. I would with that. All right. With that. So... What is your top brunch spot in Philly? Oof. Right here. And we're, you know, and I'm going to say that because... One of the things we put down here with the brunch review is bourbon maple pancakes. Yeah, you got to tell us about the bourbon maple All pancakes. Right. High class move on my part always. Bourbon maple pancakes. If, you, if you're cooking for a crowd or you want to impress somebody, whatever your generic pancake mix is, could be Aunt Jemima, could be Bisquick, whole wheat, regular, original. The secret is putting in Crown Royal Maple. You get a nice bourbon flavor. You get a nice maple flavor. Solid. It and alcohol cooks out. It makes a nice pancake, good flavor to it. Always, 
a good time. A little bit of bacon with that, you can't go wrong. So my dad used to do with Coors Light, actually, in burgers. He'd pour it really? on the burger so you get a little more heat into it. And you taste and the mountains? It. You cook it for a little bit. Yeah, the alcohol burns out. It keeps some juice mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Get a little more of a char on the outside of the burger and keep the inside a little, oh, like, God, a little juicier. The new, That's what's up. the new waffle uh, sandwich at... Wawa? No. I have not had this. Joe, come tell us about the waffle sandwich. It is essentially, if y'all remember the McGriddle. The, it, the, it's like the their favorite, version of the, the Sizzly, the, right? The syrup in it. Yeah. It's a waffle version of that with some sausage and some cheese. Oh, all whatever right. Whatever version you want. Now available at your local Wawa. All right. Ah, that's nice. It's good to know. I went to Wawa last week, or maybe it was a couple weeks ago. I saw they had brisket there. Very questionable on mm. Wawa brisket. I love Wawa. Love... I love getting sandwiches there, especially their hot hot sandwiches. Do you own stock in Wawa yet? Uh, if I could, I would. Okay. Yeah. I get enough coffee there. You should. Yeah, I should. Um, the perfect timing. So we have our final. We have two. We got the yard oh, goats. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we do have two, two more. Yeah, so we have the, Hart, the Hartford. I almost said Harvard yard goats. All right. Hartford yard goats, the AA Eastern League team. I believe they are... No, not the Mets. I won't guess. I yeah, not, not but even So they the... banned stadium-wide, sort of the opposite of a, of a stadium snack, no more peanuts at their stadium, Jared. And, and and I can see that. In today's culture with folks that – and it was a very good point. There was a, They showed somebody with a button, don't know, male, female, child, you name it. But it's yep. deathly allergic yep. to peanuts, this, that, and the other. I can see that. That's it's not like if you would go to a Lone Star or a uh, Texas Roadhouse where the peanuts are on the floor, you slip and fall because yeah. people are eating peanuts and throwing them. Uh, people are deathly ill, yeah, and allergic to peanuts, so you yep. could die from them. Um, I get it. I see it. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Tatum. Tatum Lawrence for coming in as yeah, our we're getting a bigger crowd. last special guest in her Yo Gabba Gabba coat yeah. right now. But and and I mean it's I get it. Yeah, you don't I want anybody it. to go to a game and die because they're having an allergic reaction. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I ever come back. It's quite literal. Yeah, that's true. Right there. So my only question is: is what? So what has been? The difference now, like I'm all for, you know, trying to help this out and you know, maybe not, you know, whether or not you're going stadium wide. My question has been, what have we done, you know, prior with having, you know, people allergic? Have they not been coming to baseball games? Is that the problem that this was needed to erupt? That this selection weeded them out. Ooh, Joe. Oh, Joe! Joe, the hot takes. Wow! Sunday night hot takes. He's getting ready for a day off from work tomorrow. And some of us have to work tomorrow. Uh, oh, you don't get presents today? No. Why? No. Hey, what no. are you doing? It's fun. Phillies, to stay. though. Phillies don't have a day off tomorrow now because of Bryce watch. It's fun to stay at the hashtag full, full circle. Yeah, you telling me? No. Um, I get it. I see it. I understand it. I just think at the end of the day that if. And this is not saying I'm being discriminatory. Or yeah, I'm not trying to sound insensitive no, to not people at all. with that. Because I know maybe there should be a section for folks that that's have my allergies with that. Yeah, but that's so hard to do at a baseball game. Yeah, it really is. It's like it's open pe- air. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's almost like a peanut-free table in most elementary schools yep. now. In high schools, you need to have that. Um, 
It's just different for a minor league team to take the stance of. It's in, it's a very like good for you that you're doing that, and we'll see how correct. it goes. Uh, while we while we're on the subject of baseball, because we didn't during the free agency talk with yep. Bryce Harper and everything, um, I did want to point out that Major League Baseball, Rod Manfred came out today and said that they will be using a pitch clock during spring training, and he's optimistic to try to get it in for the 2019 regular season, which of all the proposed different rule changes, a pitch clock, I don't think, is the way to really make baseball more watchable. I know, like, seeing Mark Burley being a guy that was always bang, 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 bang was cool, and it was fun to, like, know that stat. And there is stuff, like, throwing over to first so much that really does suck the energy out of, out of a game and out of you know the intensity of an inning, especially in the middle in the middle of it. But I think there are other other things that baseball could be doing to try to speed up their their product. I would be more of a fan of if you bring a reliever in, they have to at least face three batters. Yeah, the three batters. I'm I'm also a fan of the three batters. I, I think it's one of those things where it's. Baseball is a slow game. Yeah. I miss playing baseball, but I don't all at the same time yeah. because it, it's not like fo- football's even slower because it's a play. Then you wait thirty-five seconds, but you're just you're hitting each other really as hard as you can. Seeing, I don't know if you've been really paying attention to the AAF, which just completed its second week. I have not, as a matter of fact. So what they do with their commercials? Bonus category. Yeah, well, no, all I was just bringing up is yeah. that they, they don't run commercials. They try to make it so that the game ends in two hours versus wow. the three hours the NFL okay. does. Okay. They just do basically product placement throughout the game. Is he hate me there? No, they don't do the nicknames. Okay. They do not do the nicknames. Uh, but it'll be really interesting to see because there was a point brought up that, you know, with this, no matter what level of success that the league actually has, just like with the, the first version of the XFL that brought the overhead cam and all that different stuff, into today's NFL and what every other league has has decided to do, it'll be really interesting to see, is that going to be something that's going to be an impact to yeah. sports going forward? And baseball, that's something that they could steal, is try to do something Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Th- or I the think playing can... through golf does, any I, of that kind of stuff. I don't think baseball, at least in the next 10 years, will get to having an advertisement on the jersey where, no, where it I don't be think, the product placement. I don't think so. It's not going to be like NASCAR where every inch of you and now the car, there's even yeah. a TV or panel. Your European hockey and exactly. basketball teams exactly. to that point. So, Jordy, I, I think Final it's segment time, of the night. New segment. New segment alert. We, do, 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 do. We're doing a lot of new segments this year. Trap horn. What? Whoa. Wow. Oh, you just did. Oh, that do, 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 do. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you said... So... Uh, all right. I didn't I know that's were, what that was. It sounded like right. you said, said porn, not Yeah, porn. I thought I thought he was talking yeah. about X-rated <laughs> shit yeah, here. Yeah. It's not a lot more. So it's Joe Solly's Dictionary. It's Jared's Dictionary. Jared's it's Dictionary. My, but what, what is, what is the year on dictionary. that? The year, it's copyright 1979. The year was 1979. Merriam-Webster. The year was 1979, and Joe Sally needed to teach us a word. Here it comes. Tatum is going to give us the word. Yes, our good friend Tatum, who who has arrived. Jordy and Jared are going to both give us a definition and use it in a sentence. I'm very excited. Wow. And then, finally, the real definition will be revealed. All right. Talk is starting now. Your word today is pro-bang. Pro-bang? Oh. Is that P-R-O-B-A-N-G? Correct. Okay, all wow. one word, no hyphens? Correct. All right. Jerry, do you want to start or do you want me to start? So, so let's do a definition each. Okay. And then we'll use it in a sentence each. Okay. okay. So pro-bang. B-A-N-G? B-A-N-G. All hmm. one word. Wow. 
This is getting intense now, like a circus. Um, probang. Uh, the definition I would say with probang is one is a, who is a professional in the art of drumming. I was going to think somewhere where pro is the suffix, like prorate or in that essence. So a progressive, yeah, maybe like in music, a progressive percussion. So, so Jordy, you give the definition second, so I'm going to force you to... All right, I'll use it in a sentence first. first. Yeah, in, in the newest song, we're going to stay in 1978, the newest Led Zeppelin song, you can hear John Bon... John Paul Jones, almost a John Bon Jovi. It's close. His drumming probang as the as as the bridge swells up before the final wow. chorus. Wow! What an answer, Jared. How would you like to respond with your own sentence? Hmm. Even though the drummer for Def Leppard had one arm, and I'm gonna verb it, he was a pro banger. Ooh. Hey, I like it. Stickman, if you will. Yes, yeah, Stickman, going back to the Kentucky Waterfall. Yeah. So, so probang, in reality, is a noun. Okay. Oh. It does not have a verb form. Okay. Um, and a probang is a slender, flexible rod with a sponge on one end used oh. especially for removing obstructions from the esophagus. Whoa. Wow, so it's medical. It is. So it saves the day. The probang your, saves the day. The probang can be used to clear your throat. Interesting. <coughs> One time. Oh, oh let me clear my throat. throat. Da, 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 da. Jared just had. That was good. Yes. All right, Jordy. Um, just, just like learned. to let you know, with a trip, Oscar Lindblom with the second goal of the night. With a empty netter and the le trip. Yes. Going into it, he scored. So is now three-one Philadelphia Criers with one twenty-six left in the game. Um, that's just me being a homer right there. Yeah. But the fly it's been a great game today between the Flyers. Low scoring. And, and Glad I did not take the over on this one, but I did take the Flyers at minus one thirty five. How you doing? Mm-hmm. And and they won the last game, correct? Yes, they won yesterday. In OT. Where I bet the puck line. And if you follow me on Twitter at Jordo9, you saw how I cursed the puck line when they were up five one. The Flyers ended up winning six five in OT. But this is gonna be the Flyers' third win in a row. Carolina and their crazy celebratoriness. Uh, they are now at the same number of games as Jared's doing the skull clap. Jared, yesterday they did the limbo. Is that the fault? You know, I saw yeah. I saw the home run trot the yeah. other day, and I think they're getting silly. They're getting silly, but Don Cherry's really pissed off about it. And Don Cherry needs to go home. Yeah, he does need to go home. But to the their retirement now, home. Flyers now have the same number of games played as the Hurricanes. They're now going to be five points back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Penguins just did jump them to tie oh. Columbus. At uh, at sixty nine points, nice. Uh, but nice. Columbus is two games in hand, so Pittsburgh is technically a wild card team, tied up with uh, Montreal, who lost today. Uh, and yeah, you know the playoff race is really heating up in the Eastern Conference. Very excited to see how that's going. Or no, Montreal, I think is playing now. Thank you for correcting me there. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Jared, this is a ton of fun. Absolutely, really we have to do this again. I would love to love to thank our crowd that was here, Joe Tatum. Hey, you guys CCO were wonderful. For here you guys were wonderful additions to the uh, your various segments. Absolutely, and and it's one of those things where keep liking the blog, keep keep listening. JSB forty six on Twitter. Jordo yeah. is it Jordo nine. Jordo nine for me and on then, both on both Instagram and Twitter, and then the Thunderblog. It's Thunder BLG on Twitter. Thunderblog Sports on Instagram. Make sure you follow that because we're going to be at the Stadium Series. Yes, we we're also going to be. be at the Sixers game before that. So a full day of sports on the Thunderblog on Saturday. 
Uh, follow us, obviously, on the blog, ThunderBlackSports.com, all that good stuff. And the bullpen cart on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts is where you need to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. As always, Jordy, thank you for allowing me to be a part of this Thunder blog. God bless the United States of America. And as always, as the presidential address <laughs> used to say, God bless this Thunder blog. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I, I appreciate the applause. I was going to say thank you to our crowd. And thank you to Carter Hart for the nice little win. Carter! That's going to do it for us. For my man, Jared, I am the G-Man. Have a great week, everybody. And let's go Flyers. Stay classy, Philly.